What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar, brought to you by the best beer in all the land, Bloke in a Bar Lager. It's smooth, it's crisp, and it's easy drinking. It's not fruity, it's not hoppy, it's a session beer, perfect for the cricket. It is the beer of sport. We absolutely love sport. We dedicate our lives to sport. It is the official beer, or the unofficial official beer of sport. Make sure to grab a case, go to our website we have a store locator you put in your postcode it will show you the closest location that has bloke in a bar or you can ask your local independent bottle of stockers it's a beautiful beer guys give her a crack i don't think there's anything else like it on the market absolutely it's mother's milk baby it's mother's milk this week we have the incredible brian to'o i am so stoked to be able to bring you this interview guys to'o is literally one of the most loved players in all of the nrl one of the game's biggest stars and he does not disappoint. He's an absolute legend, extremely humble, but also funny, uh, really entertaining guy, guys. You guys are going to love this. Absolutely love it. Um, it's Brian To'o, to me, is currently one of the best wingers in the game. And his debut for New South Wales was absolutely incredible. He, he literally changes the face of every game he plays. So absolutely love this, guys. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. I am here with one of my favourite players in the NRL, Brian Toll. How you going, brother? Wagwan. Wagwan, I see. As a white person, I don't know what you just said. Oh, g'day, mate. Oh, is that g'day? <laughs> is, where did that, that originated in England? Uh, the the Wagwan? Wagwan, I think yeah. it's like... Or Caribbean or something like that? Yeah, Somalian or something. Okay, actually, you know yeah. what? I've got Google right in front yeah. of me. Let's, let's Google that shit right now. <laughs> where, how do you spell it, Wag? One. W A G W A N. W A N. Where does a wag one come from? Well, maybe it's Jamaican. Jamaican, yes. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. We learn things on Bloke in a Bar. <laughs> wag one means what's going on. So if you're ever in Sydney's West and someone says wag one, don't run. They're actually saying, What's happening? Yeah, what's happening? What's happening, man? <laughs> how you been, brother? How you enjoying uh how you enjoying a premiership off season? Uh, yeah, no, I was Pretty full on yeah. um, the first two to three weeks, but mm. then um, obviously just I'm um, spending time with family now, so yep. just trying to make the most of it before I go back to preseason. So what's been a bigger deal? Do you think? Oh, not not a bigger deal, sorry, but because not only did you win a premiership, you asked your partner to marry you, which I actually said at the time was the most alpha thing I've ever seen in my life. You had a cut, you had you were split, I think, you had yeah. blood bleeding down. You've just won a premiership. Then you go to your partner, your better half, I'm assuming. And ask her to marry you. What walk us through that moment? How did it come about? Why did you do it? Why was it so great? Um, oh, so I think it started at um, after that win against um, the Storms. Yep. So obviously I had to get through that win to obviously make the grand final. And um, during that time, um, there was like a lot of emotions going through the, the mind. And then uh, after when we got that win, um, that's when obviously. Um, just trying to think of a, a good time to, you know, whether it's a good time or not yep. to propose to the missus. So, um, yeah, just trying to not think about it too much at the start of the week or the grand final, but mm. um, also just trying to, you know, focus on the game as well. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, so after when we got that win, fuck it. Um, it was a... Yeah, it was, just, it was just, you know, something that I really needed to do. And mm. once, you know... It, the game was done. I went to go look for Critter's Misses. So Critter's Misses was the one that had the ring. I was going to say, where'd you hide the ring, bro? Yeah, everyone, was, everyone <laughs> thought I was hiding it in, in between my cheeks or something. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone. That wasn't the first place I thought, but that is an option. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. That was probably the second plan. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, luckily she um she was holding on to it after the game. And yep. um, yeah, so yeah, I was kind of nervous. Eh? I wasn't really too sure what she was going to say. Um, And then, yeah, so straight after the game, I... Walked straight to her and uh, told her that she's the best thing that's ever happened to me, and then yeah. got down on one knee, yeah, and proposed to her. And, and that uh, means a lot because you literally just won a premiership. And if you say you're the best thing that's ever happened to me after winning a premiership, that's a pretty high bar. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty funny because everyone started reposting, and you know, yeah. all the girls were like saying, you know, business kind of set the bar for like all. Hundred percent. My missus so. left me, bro. <laughs> she literally left me on the spot. She's like, "You're a fucking loser." You, you. <laughs> You, you were at Macca's when you thought was, uh, you want to get married. So thanks for that. Um, that's why I got in the show so that we could talk about the fact that I lost my partner that I care about. <laughs> um, were you 
like it's one thing when you prepare but when it's actually about to happen were you like oh shit yeah so like it was like kind of you know trying to make it up in my mind like yep. fantasizing like it's a movie or something yep. but you know during the time it's like like nervous as a yep. yeah it just felt like i had like two grand finals in in one day so yep. um yeah i was i was actually nervous i wasn't really sure what she was you know obviously gonna say and really um yeah the moment when i got down on one knee and asked her the question she and I said yes, yes. So, and it's yeah. like all the things you want to say you're like you know what yeah, I mean? Like you probably had this full speech <laughs> in on your head. Yeah, and then like you got there and you're, I, I love you heaps and you're the best. Ever. Yeah, was, yeah, I dropped my nuts. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Mate, it was, it was, um, fuck, what a special moment. What a special moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, walk us through this year for you. You know, you personally obviously had an incredible year. Had a bit of an injury problem. Yeah. On probably what, post-origin? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was post-origin. Yep. And so that year, this year, sorry. Yep. Like, what was the feeling within the team? Was did you, could you feel something special was happening? Was it different to the year before? Was it the same? Like, what was it like for you? Uh, I was. I reckon it was yeah, a bit of the same, but just obviously there was a couple of new faces in the crew and yep. um, bouncing off last year. Uh, just really wanted to come through the year, kind of with the same attitude, but just probably a bit more yep. aggressive. I think that's what our go-to was and mm. you know, we wanted to be the team that everyone was scared, you know, yep. scared of and um, yeah like towards the the back end of the season mm. you know, there was like keeps of games where it was like close as and yep. you can tell that everyone was like really trying to scrap for that yep. big dub and yeah it was just a different breed of a team so yeah yeah and so you know as your because like what's crazy is your run to the grand final last year was probably better yeah than your run this year <laughs> Which is bizarre when you yeah. think about it. You know, like if you were looking at a year of like the year that you should win, you would have said last year. Whereas this year, heaps of injuries, um, close fought losses, uh, close yeah losses. Yeah, losses. You lost your first match of the finals and that. What after that first loss or even in that game, what was the discussion like? You know, was it were you worried? What did first loss of um, in the, the finals? The finals. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was a, a moment of like kind of resetting of what our you know our goal was. And yeah. Um, yeah, after that game, uh, it was against the Bunnies, and mm. you know, when we obviously lost against you know, the Bunnies, it was, it was pretty tough because mm. obviously, you know, finals, and you know, it's it's all down to it's a, it was a do or die, that's yep. what it came down to. So it's either we want it or we don't want it, and mm. it just kind of fit like the drive of you know where we're obviously heading, and yep. um, yeah, that was the go to for it, and so you. you that final series, like every game for you guys was close, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like every game was do or die. Like you lost the Rabbitohs, then was it the Eels where it was like tight as anything, yeah, could have gone either way. Yeah. And then obviously you get into the finals. No, sorry, yeah, the, the finals and it's another extremely finals. tight game. Yeah. What do you remember from the, the grand final, the build-up or anything in the game? Um, Yeah, probably the build-up, eh? Mm. You know, it started from... So the Eels game, so the game after Bunnies when we lost in the finals, yeah, um, I was on the sideline mm. and that was that was probably like the most nerve wracking you know, feeling yeah. that I could obviously comprehend and yeah, like just being on the edge of my seat, just watching and like mm. it was just so close and um, yeah, it was just you know it was a good game, but it was also tight as well. You know, yeah. it could have went either way, yeah. like, like you said, and um, also Melbourne. You know that was a tight game. It was, yep. a, it was a, probably the, my favorite game, Cause just so it was just like so tight and yeah, yeah. Probably just the lead up to the grand final and then obviously the icing on the cake. Yeah, and so the Melbourne game, um, was it? Did you talk about the year before what had happened and how you you know you had that grand final rematch or was it just like not nah, new year we just need to get the job done? Yeah, I think it, so. Yeah, our mindset was just to, you know, obviously what happened last year, just yep. leave it in 2020 and yep. focus at the task at hand of this year, which is to win the grand final, obviously. Mm. And, um, you know, whether we versus the same team again, like Melbourne, you yep. know, just get the job done and obviously play together as a team and get that win so we can continue on with our, our journey to the top. And so you get to the grand final. What's the nerves like? You know, are you nervous? Are you worried? Are you confident? What's it like? Uh, I think, it will, uh, f for me personally, I yep. think I was just mainly excited, eh? Yeah. So, like, half of me was grand final, 
and then half of me was proposing to the missus. <laughs> yep, yep. So, but yeah, I was mostly trying to focus on the GF, but mm. nah, yeah, the atmosphere of you know all the fans crying and yep. Um, nah, I think it was just it was such a good game as well. You know, it was very intense at the start as oh, well. Man, you know, it was wild. Yeah, so it was just going back and forth. Yep. And um, nah, yeah, it was just such a tight game, obviously. Mm. So, yeah. And so, were you were you outside Critter or were you on the other side? At the start of the year? No, no so, oh yeah, so Critter was on the <coughs> wing, actually. So he ended on the wing. Yeah. When Critter took that intercept, so you would have been there, so what yeah. were you thinking? I was I was dying in the ass. So, like, I was, <laughs> so, so my lungs were pumping. Yep. And, you know, I was obviously puffed out. To like be fair, that. you did run like 280 <laughs> metres or something like that. So uh, you've got an excuse to be uh, tired. Yeah, I was like ultra puffed out. And yeah, once I seen Critter, um, I was already celebrating. Yeah. You know, I was just like so excited and overwhelmed because mm. – um, yeah, I was just saying in my head, just keep running your big giraffe. But, yeah. <laughs> Prove those long legs, bro. Yeah, he's long, tall. Right, he's got everything. Like yeah, he's say, a yeah. gun. He's a gun. Um, okay, so is there any moment that you remember specifically when you knew you'd won the grand final? Uh, <laughs> probably when Crito got the intercept. Yeah. But then uh, kind of held off a little bit when they scored. And yep. um, no, I think, uh, when was it? So after when Johnson... Scored in the corner. Mm. Um, I think that's when all the boys. That's probably the loudest I've ever heard the boys talk on the field. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, everyone just started routing up and yep. just started backing each other, and you know their chat was just you know it, it was just so loud. Yeah. So like the boys behind the try line, everyone was saying, "We're not letting this go, boys. We're not letting this go." So yeah, behind the try line, you know, um, I think it was Uppy or Clez. Uppy or Clez just brought everyone together and just said. Just one more effort, one last effort. Yep. You no, know, all we have is just one last effort, and yep. you know, as soon as we went off to the kickoff, and that's when all, I can just feel like all the boys' energy and everyone was just turned on and ready yep. to go. It's um, it's something about when you when you've got a team that is going really well, there's like an un you can't describe it, but everyone's just on board. You know what I mean? And like some like you would have been like 2019, you guys didn't play the best, so you know what it's like to have a team that is just doesn't feel right yeah but sometimes it just feels right did you just have that feeling in that grand final like we're going to get the job done yeah you're like you can just kind of feel like everyone's doing their job yeah like you don't really like have to ask or yeah kind of you know but yeah you could just feel the energy from everyone that everyone was you know ready to do their obviously their job yep. to the best of their ability so yeah and so the siren goes you are a grand final winner in the nrl in your third season of nrl uh what's that feeling like yeah, I, I don't know. I was um I was speechless um at mm. first. I just started screaming. My heart stopped for like a good two seconds. Yeah. And you know, just um yeah, just everything uh, throughout the year, just the build up to yep. you know, getting to where we were. Um on that day it was just phew, so good, eh? It was, crazy. It was just crazy. so crazy. Yeah, everyone just crying out to each other and mm. um, just celebrating. And it's the, the the beautiful thing about your win is like it you came so close last year and then to come again it's it's so tough to back that up you know yeah. and you could tell by you guys because like last year you had no injury problems everyone was sweet whereas this year you guys had a bunch of injuries like people breaking down so it's it's uh, yeah it was so incredible for you to turn around what was the you know what did ivan say to you guys after the you know when you got in the change room did they say anything or did you just get straight to celebrating no i think i think coach was just talking about how proud he was mm. um not just with the players but also um, the boys that obviously that didn't mm. play and also the staff that contributed and mm. just everyone making the sacrifice to get where uh, we were on that day and um you know bouncing off last year you know how we lost the grand final and yep. you know not many teams can obviously make it to the grand final absolutely lose, come back again next year and you know win it and um, i think coach uh, just merely just said that we made it we made it to the top and yeah um Let's celebrate. Boom. Yeah. Let's go. Straight into it. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like, the celebrations? Was it everything you ever dreamed of? Yeah, it was just, yeah, it didn't really sink in that we won. Uh, probably, well, I didn't sink in to me until like the second week. Yeah. Yeah, so two weeks later, it just uh, kind of sunk in that yep. bro, won the grand final. Sick, man. So yeah. good. Um, okay, so take us back to a, a young Bizza. Um, <laughs> you're obviously Samoan heritage. Yeah. Samoan heritage. Also Chinese descent. Interesting little tidbit that you wouldn't know is uh, my granddad's actually Chinese. So we are basically brothers, as you can tell. See? 
Yeah, we're brothers. We're brothers, baby. <laughs> we're brothers. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but anyway, uh, Sam Old in Chinese uh, descent. Grew up in uh, Mount Druid. Yep. Educated at Rudy Hill High School. Now, what was growing up like for you? I think, uh, you know, obviously, you know, we see the, you guys have, your area has just taken the, the, the country by storm. You know, it's, it's, it's so interesting to see because an area that had been so, I guess, like laughed at for so long is now being celebrated. You know, the culture that you guys have brought yep. to the forefront. Um, what's it like to, have, to be from that area? You know, like it's, as I said, like it's an area where you guys have struggled for, you know, people struggle in that area. Yep. But now it's an area where people talk about like the heads of culture in Australia, really. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, no, it's just mad how everyone like comes together in one community and just contributes in, you know, however like they may please. Like, um, you know, a couple of boys that are, you know, obviously young and like they're, they're playing out of their, their own areas and stuff like that. It's like even if they don't play NRL, you know, mm. boys are still, you know, proud of, you know, where they come from. And yeah, um, it's just, it feels so good to be, you know, one of those people that, um, from the FTA that everyone looks at no, yep. not only myself Krita Spencer and you know Romy a few of the the young boys that are coming up like Taylor mm. May and um, Isaac Tega and yep. Tito Taruva you know they're a couple of the boys from the FTA as well and um, no yeah so just kind of like leading that little um, road for you know all the youngsters that come through it's um, yeah it's pretty cool that everyone contributes in one you know community and you know everyone's just so proud of you know where they come from because yeah. back then they you know we didn't 100 yeah back then yeah you know you like young kids coming from that area you know the the kids from the richer area would put shit on them be like <laughs> oh you're from you know what i mean that's just yeah. the way it is yeah. whereas now the kids from the rich area are playing your music <laughs> talking the way you're talking yeah and you're the forefront of culture and it, i just think it's i think it's a fucking awesome and i also think that like with the new wave of music only people that spoke differently walk differently talk differently could bring such a cool different culture and feel to it you know what i mean yeah um and that's what's so good about multiculturalism because you get different things come together and it creates what you guys have created out in the area there so yeah what was it i guess i guess what was it like for you going up because this was before you know this is before all that yeah uh, so um yeah me growing up uh yeah my, my parents actually kept me grounded eh? yeah. i was like the goody goody boy so oh really yeah i, I didn't really you know, party too much, you mm. know, not many girls. Um, yeah, I was always at home. It was yep. either stay home, do the chores, um, mm. you know, train as well, get to where you want to be, or mm. go out, party, come home, cop a hiding. So, <laughs> yeah, rather, rather go chase <laughs> that dream. So, yeah. Well, uh, not take the hiding, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and so do you think it was, you know, um, are your parents, like, deeply into their faith as well? Did that did that kind of keep you on the straight and narrow, or did you find that later on in life? Oh, I kind of found that on later in life. So yeah. uh, my parents were, you know, obviously they're Christians, and mm. um, you know, they're you know really faith. Um, their faith is like really high up in um, in the ministry as well. So yeah. uh, you know, their their teachings were obviously brought down to myself and my siblings. And, yeah. Uh, you know, at a certain age, you know, it would just click. You know, everyone would be like. You'll get to a certain stage, you'll be like, you know, I want to start, you know, focusing on my faith. Where yep. I was at a young age, where I was just like, oh, I have to get yeah. up for church and yep. I have to wake up early, got to yep. do this, got to read that. Yep. Um. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it, it didn't click on till maybe I was like, probably after high school. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you think it was more footy that kept you on the straight and narrow? Because it's very like, like I'm not from, you know, a tough area at all, but the amount of times where my mates would go out, yeah, um, or a few mates that I had, maybe one or two of them, <laughs> <laughs> but the times when the, the grade would go out, you know, like your school, everyone yep. at school would all go out, and I would be like so cut because I'd be at home, yeah, and I the next day I had to be ready for footy, and there'd be some people, oh not footy, sorry, soccer, there'd be some people that would like go out and still play soccer, and I'd be jealous of them, but my parents would be like, nah, there's no chance, like you've got soccer the next yeah. day or whatever. Was it similar for yourself? Yeah, I was like, I had to make so many sacrifices. So every time I would come back from like, like come back to school mm. and people would be talking about, you know, party this, yeah. party that, freak, this was mad. And yeah. I would just be in a corner just eating my lunch. And yeah. Yo, that's mad. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Why don't you speak louder about how sick the weekend yeah, I know, was? Freak, yeah, no, it was, it was always like that. You know, my mom and dad always kept me grounded yep. um, just to make sure that I was, you know, wasn't yep. getting into trouble or anything. So, yeah. And so obviously... Um, 
the music scene from you know there's so many people from your area yep. that have like just just world famous now yeah, yeah. not even just australia but they've also put australia on the map yeah um did was was music always a big thing within your community or was it uh, something that came out of nowhere or? yeah no so like yeah it was it wasn't like anything b until like drill like when yep. the drill music come, started coming out from the one four boys so yep. um yeah, so it wasn't really too big like back in the days, mm. like when I was obviously still in school. But then yeah. it started picking out. It was after school. That's mm. when the boys started coming through. I knew I grew up with um yeah a couple of the one four boys. Uh, probably yeah three of them mm. or two. Yeah, two of the artists. Yeah, I went primary Bro, school with them. I remember when I first heard that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And because it was so new, I just and like I like hip hop, like the old school hip hop. Yeah. And so, like, I grew up, like, my first CD I ever bought was, like, Tupac, uh, Greatest Hits. And when I first heard it, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then, like, I played it again. Yeah, And I played it, it again. <laughs> and then before I knew it, I was like, I'm a fucking fan. This is mad. Yeah. This is hectic. Um, and I just, it's so impressive. And the risk that those boys took to just say, like, because it was a whole new sound. Like, yeah. it, it had not been heard in Australia before. Obviously, mm -hmm. over in England, they had, you know, the drill scene there. But like drill beats with Aussies on it, just yeah. never, ever have been done before. Yes. And I'm sure the haters they would have had would have been crazy. Yeah, it, it was funny because like at the start, it was like one of those like, oh, who are these guys? Who do they think they are? 100%. And then look at them now. Like they're, yep. they're going everywhere making, you know, covers with, you know, big names in crazy. like UKs and stuff like that. So yep. no, nah, yeah, they're killing it. The one football. And it's yeah. just the, the impact that they've had on Australian society is yeah. just like, will never be the same. It sounds yeah. dramatic, but we truly, as a, as a culture, will never be the same, like mm. music culture, anything. They are like worldwide. So yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a massive fan of all those boys um, and what they achieve. So for you personally, like, did you, was growing up, was it like you play footy or you do that? Or was it, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. what was the kind of way out for uh, you? Oh, for like, for, for myself, right? So my, my old man was, um, he was training my brothers so my brothers were footy players as well and mm. uh, it was just one of those like you know those you know, average islander families where um you know where if your brothers are playing footy you know you have to play footy Absolutely, as well yeah. and yep. uh for me yeah it was just like one of those like oh uh, i'm playing footy because you know i have to play footy and yep. um i think when i started reaching an age where i think it was like under 10s that's when i started actually enjoying it and yep. you know kind of they starting to get that feel where I'm like, oh, I feel, I feel like I'm good at this, so mm. I'm just gonna keep playing it. And yep. I think it didn't start till when my little sister passed away. That's when I started, you know, actually started you know, setting goals where yep. I wanted to be, like in footy and stuff like that. So yeah. And so you know, you can talk about this as little or as much as you like, but obviously your little sister passes yep. away. Um, how old were you when that happened? I was ten, I think. You were ten when that happened, and, and how old was she when that happened? It was about eight. Eight or seven, yeah, seven. And so, I mean, what's that like for you as a young man, just trying to, you know, young boy really trying to find yourself? Was that <laughs> tough? Like, obviously, it was tough, but walk us through it. Yeah, it was just tough because, um, like, I was I was with my mum when it happened, obviously, mm. and uh, my all my siblings and my my old man was uh, at church, and uh, it was just a regular, you know, visit just to go see my little sister with my mum, and mm. I was. The uh, majority of that time, the whole time in from the morning till like other ish when we were there, I was just on my um, Nintendo just playing the game and stuff like that. And then mm. uh, when my mom came in uh, into a room because they took her out somewhere. And and so you're in hospital at this? Yeah, so we went to the hospital, mm. uh, went into uh, her ward and uh, her bed wasn't there. So the doctors and that said that they're running some procedures or something like that. And I was just staying in the room by myself while my mom went to go find her. And then mom came back, you know, she was crying. And then uh, she was just telling me that, you know, Danielle's not going to make it. That was just the first thing that she said. And yep. I just kept asking her, like, what, what do you mean? Like, yeah. you know, what do you mean she's not going to make it? And then, you know, she fully explained it. And then I was just, yeah, yeah it, was, it was a tough bullet to swallow. You know, it was, Sorry, yeah, it was pretty full on. And so... You said that that's when you kind of started to set goals and focus. Yeah. Was that, did she have a lot to do with that or, you know, how had that come? Yeah, so before her passing um, from, from I think 10, 
maybe 12 down or maybe nah, 10 down. I was just like playing footy like every week just, you know, just for the fun of it. But then, you know, after when she passed, it kind of gave me that, that little drive and motivation to be like, I want to want to do something with this, you know, yep. do something for her, I want to make somewhere in footy. And mm. um, I was talking to my brothers about it and then they were just saying, bro, if you want to go big, make NRL. Yep. Yeah. Make NRL, do it for her, do it yep. for mum and dad, you know, give mm. something back for them. And um, yeah, so from 10 to here I am, like now, yeah. that's what I've always been you know, doing. Making wow. Those, yeah. Wow. And so those first few years, I mean, or even, you know, the first, <coughs> what did you try to tell? Like, because I'm sure there would have been games at that age where yeah. you rock up and you don't, you don't want to play. You don't feel like playing or you just want to give it up or I'm, I'm not sure if you wanted to give it up but you know what I mean you would have had de- very down days when you probably missed her or what did you kind of do to get through that um so there was there were games where I was feeling you know a bit down because obviously I missed her and mm. you know it's just killing me on the inside but it's like a bit of that was a bit sad but then at the same time it's kind of like fueling the fire where yep. I was just like you know what I want to do this for her you know, don't be like you know, don't be soft on it you know yep. just be strong for her and mm. Um, just try and punch through and you know, get through that game, and that's mm. what I did. I prayed on it. That's when I started praying. Yeah, okay. So yeah. yeah, that's when my little faith started creeping through a little yep. bit, little you know, moments and here and you there. You saw the power of it for you, how it yeah. helped you. Yeah. Um, man, that's absolutely incredible that you were able to pull through that. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, so you're 10 years old, or you know, you're 10, 11, 12. Did you begin to make any of the rep sides or anything? Uh, no. Really? <laughs> 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 nah, so I was just playing, you know, footy, club yep. footy, um, just every year, just keep working through. And um, there were times where I wanted to, you know, I felt like I wasn't going anywhere. So I was just yeah. like, oh, should I rest this year? And then I was like, no, nah, I don't want to, I can play. Yep. So, you know, that kept me going. Obviously, mm. you know, there was times where I wanted to give up and my little, my little sister was just that little, that little clicker in the back, you know, just yep. telling me to keep going forward. So, yeah. And so when did you, when did it become apparent to you that like, wow, I'm, I'm actually better than, you know, most kids in my age um, or did you get offered a contract by Penrith or when did it occur to you? Uh, so in Harold Matz, I don't know what age group that is. What age, what's the age group for? 16s. So under 16s mm. um, for Harold Matz, um, So I had a trial for them mm. and... Uh, you know, going through all the little trainings and little trial games and stuff, and I felt I felt like I actually did pretty good. Mm. Like, like um, felt like I did enough to, yeah, um, obviously be noticed by the coaches. But then, so when they told us that they were going to give us a call later on the last day of training, I think, mm. um, for the trials and for the training squad as well, and uh, I was at home with my family and I was just waiting by the phone, and then when I got the call. I put on a loudspeaker for everyone to hear. <laughs> I put on a loudspeaker for everyone to hear. I was so excited. And then all I hear from is, hey, Brian, uh, unfortunately, you didn't make the team. <laughs> so I kind of, so this is me just holding the phone. I was just like, okay. Yeah, so it was just, you know, yeah, it was just, yeah, it just kept digging the hole, just saying like, yeah, mate, it's just not really fit for, you know, the position. And yep. you know, I don't, um, hopefully you can try next year or something like that. And then I was like, yeah, okay. I was just being, I was, I was that dull. I was just yeah. like, yeah, okay, okay, okay yeah. yeah, all right. He's like, all right, Brian, you take it. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, as soon as that, that was done, I hung up the phone, went straight to my room. Oh, started bawling my eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I think, I think my siblings were laughing at me a little bit, but like, I guess, um, like back then, I wouldn't, yeah, back then I wouldn't understand, but obviously now I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, then that's when I think that's when my brother cracked down on like. This is probably my first ever setback that I've had. And yeah. Um, this is like, this is what's going to happen in your life and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah my older brother was just feeding me, you know, to don't give up. Yeah. So your brother, he identified that this was a moment where you needed a bit of support, but also like maybe tough love. Like, you yeah, know, you can't love. just give, you can't give up now. What do you, like, what's the point of that kind of thing? Yeah. So my, yeah, my, my old man, especially, you know, mm. he always, he's always been giving me tough love and um, it's, it's like something that I really needed, mm. you know, for me to, you know, obviously keep pushing through. So absolutely. So yeah, after that call, yeah, I was, wow. <laughs> I was, I was, kinda, wow. I was uh, oh. <laughs> like back then, yeah. I wouldn't know, 
But like now, I'm just like, fucking dumb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like but you think you're like, yeah, I've made it. I'm going to put it on speaker. Like your expectation is like, you're yeah. in and everyone jumps up. and Yeah. yeah that's really. what I was expecting, yeah. <laughs> just watching those NFL, you know, when they get the, <laughs> those NFL videos where they get the call. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. That's but yeah, good. didn't get through. But um, SG Wall, that's when. Yep. I think that's when it really kicked off. And, yeah, okay. Uh, that's when I actually knew, you know, uh, I belong in this team and. That's when I actually got selected. So yep. Yeah. And so were you always a winger? Uh I started off playing center. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was that was that was funny, eh? I was, yeah. So my winger, Manasse. Yeah. Um Do you know Manasse? Yeah, what, you know Manasse. yeah. The Fainu. hooker. Yeah. He was a winger. He was a winger. And Hamole. Uh Olakawata. Yeah, Olak- yeah. He was a winger too. He was a winger. Bruh. So he was on the other side as well. He's too big to be a winger. Know, Holy that's shit. A, that's what I was saying. It was, it was so funny to see him now. Holy, yeah. he's a beast, bro. So yeah, I was like, yeah, I was playing center at a young age yeah. with Manasi. He was my winger. Yeah. And he was way taller than me. I was playing center. Wow. So, yeah. God, I think didn't his younger brother just sign a big contract with yeah. Manly or something? That's so awesome to see. Awesome yeah. to see. Nice to see yeah. um, okay, so when did so you make uh, SG Ball side? Did you say? Yeah, I made that. And who ball who side. else was in that SG Ball side? Uh, it was like me, Sean Sullivan. Uh, I'm trying to remember, I think. there was a no. There was there was heaps of like. Was Critter there, or he would have been? No, no, he's younger. younger. Yeah, so Critter was younger. Yeah, yeah. He's he just looks older. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't look like he's twenty years old. I know. I wish I had his height. <laughs> oh, bruh. Um, okay, so at, you get the SG Wall side. Did multiple clubs come, you know, knocking, or was it just Penrith that was like? We yeah, it was mainly just Penrith. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, no other clubs kind of really hit me up. So it was yep. just mainly uh, Penrith. So yep. yeah, that's where I was. And so at. Penrith offer you. When did they offer you a like a full time contract to go train with first grade? Uh, I think it was after probably. Second year, 20s. Okay, so you played two full years of 20s. Yeah. Did you just win at all or come close in the 20s? <laughs> so on my, on my last year of my last year of 20s, I think I was playing, I think I played about four or three cup games. Yep. And, well, this is funny as, so we versed, <laughs> so my last year of 20s, right, mm. um, we versed uh, Cronulla Sharks in the grand final. Yep. And on that same year, cup was versing Newtown. I think that's yeah yeah the cup side, cup side yeah, yeah for two for um, sharks yeah for sharks yeah so the first week I played grand final for, uh, against Cronulla for twenties yep. we lost <laughs> yeah come next week they needed a, a winger or a center so I played for a cup in the grand final we lost so <laughs> so sharks tear up twice yeah so twice yeah <laughs> so that's two weeks lost the grand final so yeah, you might be the only bloke ever that's watched <laughs> two grand finals yeah, in two weeks time. <laughs> Oh yeah. shit, man! Um, yeah, I feel stink. I feel like I, I lost it for them. <laughs> you lost the game, bro. No, no, I, was, I oh. just felt like it. Oh yeah, you felt like a bad, bad luck. luck. Yeah. Oh shit, man. Yeah. Talk about being down in the dumps, like two grand final losses in a fucking row. Yeah. Um, do you remember anything from those games at all? Um, probably I got whacked by um, like my first first game of cup was against Mounties and Josh um Papali was um. Playing Resi, yeah, he was playing. Holy at that shit! Time. So he, he was waxed playing. you. Yeah, oh, he waxed me, man. <laughs> it felt mad, but because it's him. Yeah, so he waxed me. I felt like uh, whispering, like, "Oh, big fan." Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mate, he's a the, beast. That, that was probably something I remember. remember yeah, yeah. Oh man, I, I remember playing like Q Cup and that. Like you see the like NRL player across from you, yeah. you'd just be like in awe. You'd be like, "Oh shit!" Like yeah, just, he's fucking so big and strong and that. <laughs> um, okay, so. What, so so the second year of 20s, That's they, right, yeah, they asked you to come train first grade. Yep. Do you remember any of your first sessions and, and rocking up or anything like that? Uh, yeah, um, probably first, oh, maybe the second session mm. where I was gone, eh? like yeah. the, the, the training is way different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just a lot of expectations and mm. uh, especially... You know, from the from the um, from the old boys uh, like yeah. Tim Grant and that, mm. you know, just a lot of pressure and stuff like that. So mm. yeah, just a lot of expectations. You know, you can see the difference between absolutely twenties you know, training, cops training, and you know first grade. So and they like because you've got they put a heart rate monitor on you. Yeah. So even if you're making times, if they can see that your heart rate isn't up, 
they'll make it harder for you so that no matter what doesn't matter how you you, you could try to cheat the system hide not go as hard they always know whether you're having a crack or yeah. not having a crack and they always keep you at every day is yeah. as hard as you can go yeah um and i think a lot of people a lot of people may not um understand that with the training them i think if you're really fit oh then it should be easy for you but if you're really fit they just make shit harder for you yeah, until you're constantly like the guy yeah, that's rate, eh? exactly like through. the guy that's coming last has the same heart rate as the guy coming first like it's that's how hard they train you yeah um okay so the first year that would have been 2018 which is 19 19 i think yeah 19 okay so 19 so the first year you start training with them, you make your. Do you remember getting called up to make your debut? Was it expected? Was it out of blue or? Yeah, no, it was. Um, uh, I think it was Magic Round. So this is residence. So after when I played residence, yep. the week on. I think it was on that same week. That's when Penrith were versing um, Tigers in Magic Round. Yep. And the week after, so I got through. I came back from residence. Mm. Um, uh, the boys were training still, but obviously because I played residence, you know, I had a little session to just like recover and stuff like that. Yep. And then I think it was after that day, um, I went into the kitchen just to grab a cup of water or something before I went home. And uh, Ivan came in the kitchen and he, he came in. He, you know, he usually, you know, he, he usually doesn't come through like around the academy only if he's outside training and stuff like that. Yep. And, you know, he came in to ask me, you know, what what was I doing on the weekend? Mm. I said, oh, nothing. And he's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll call you today then. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. So mum came, came and picked me up all like halfway down the road. Then he calls me, mm. you know, and then, um, yeah, he calls me and just jumps straight to it and he goes, um, yeah, so you know, how, how are you? I was like, yeah, I'm good, Ivan. Um, I saw you like, what, five minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, I'm good as well. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he just went straight into it and said, yeah, so uh, you're going to be making your debut. Um, this week against the Warriors. Did you have that call on speaker? Yeah, I had, nah, so so when that when he said that, it was like right in front of the stadium. I told mom to pull over, pull over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like she was panicking as well. She's like, "Wow, what is it?" Because I was crying. I was bawling yeah. my eyes out. Yeah. And she was like, "Wow, what is it?" And I was like, "Pull over, pull over." And then that's when I threw it on loudspeaker, and she's yeah. saying like, "You know, you've been, you know, obviously working you know, really hard to get where you are today, and yeah, um, yeah, you know, you've had this opportunity, obviously." Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. Debut, so yeah, mum was crazy happy. Yeah. She was, yeah. Well, she was there for the first speakerphone call. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, man, remember the last time you did that yeah, shit? I know. <laughs> yeah, my brothers keep bringing that up as well. So, yeah. Um, okay. And I, and I mean, obviously, you know, you finally achieve your dream that I, I'm assuming you promised yourself, you know, with your sister yep. passing. Does that Was that something that first came to your mind of like, you know, you'd done it for her kind of thing? Yeah, it was... Um, yeah, it was a moment of just like like a massive relief of, you know, 10 years in the making of trying to get to um, chase this dream of making the NRO. And, yeah. you know, yeah, to be standing there, I was just like, you know, I was telling my my whole family, you know, we made it, you know, not just me, like we all, you know, yeah. put in the work to make mm. the sacrifices to get where I am today. And, yep. yeah, it was um, such a massive relief. And so what do you, you played the New Zealand Warriors? <coughs> what do you remember from the game? Uh Probably yeah, just the build up, just trying not to get in, get get myself caught in the hype. Obviously, mm. you know, everyone's expecting me to perform, and mm. um, yeah, I was just really nervous and excited at the same time. Yeah, uh, running off, running out of the out on the field, um, you know, just seeing all the banners and you know, feeling the crowd's atmosphere it was it was really something special. And um, probably the one, probably the one thing I remember was um, taking my first carry. Yeah, it dropped the ball. <laughs> Oh yeah, shit. I dro- yeah! I dropped the ball. In the oh first my god, that's a nightmare! Yeah, was, a nightmare. How did like, you drop it? I don't know. It just slipped out. I was, I was just <laughs> so was it like just bad hands? Nah, was so it a tackle? So, I, so I, yeah, it was in the tackle. So yeah. obviously I caught it, ran the ball. Yeah. Then when I went to play it, it came out. Then I was like, oh, "These guys <laughs> oh, are gonna no. get into me." <laughs> yeah. And what did you just tell yourself? Look, I just got to brush that off because if I sit here worrying about it, I'm going to play poorly. Or no, nah, first thing I thought was like, oh, freak. But I was I bummed out about it. But I was like, no, yeah. I want the I want the next carry somewhere. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Okay, so you end up scoring your first try round fourteen. Do you, so you stay in the side or do you come back into it? Uh, as in like staying. You make your debut and then did you stay for the rest of the year because you played fifteen games that year. Or did you make your debut and then miss a couple and then come back in the Yeah, side? no, no. I think I stayed. Yeah, okay. I ended up staying through. So Okay, so play uh fifteen games. Mm-hmm. Um 
And do you remember your first try uh, against South Sydney ANZ in the 1918 victory? So it was a close game as well. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a 1918. Yeah, I remember that game. Uh, I think I scored the try to kind of like even that up. Oh, really? Yeah, so that was, so it was off, you know, off Dill Edwards, you know, he's yep. um, freaky, you know, offloads and mm. um, yeah, just did a little quick hands for me on the side. All I had to do was just put it on the ground, obviously. Yep. You know, and, <laughs> and then that's when I did my mounty bop. That was like my first. Was that your first? The, yeah, that was wow. my, my first try. was the first time I popped out the mounty bop. That's sick, bro. That's and so sick. Yeah, that was, that, that went like massive. 100%, yeah. bro. That was everywhere and people still watch it now. Yeah, I know, freak everyone. Um, Man, that is that is sick. That is so cool. Uh, <laughs> the guts as well. First try to do it. The boys spray or not? Nah? Uh, no, the boys. Yeah, no, they the love boys it. are loving it. Yeah, they're like, hey, look, no one ever does that. Hundred so percent. That, that's good that you did it. I was like, hundred oh, percent. Yeah, I was just yeah. First thing. Well, I, I always talk about like I love the new energy that you guys have brought into the NRL. It's yeah. it's a different vibe, um, and it's you know it, it adds to rugby league. It adds to rugby league. If yeah. we're all the same, what the fuck? It's boring. Like yeah. you guys are different to the Storm. Storm are different to Roosters. Roosters are different to the Raiders. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's a different vibe. I I love it. I think it adds excitement to the game. Yeah, true. Um, so yeah, so you guys you guys missed the finals though that year. Um, now 2020 rolls around and like this is just such a good year for you. Such a good year. Um, you, you I felt like when you first came into the grade. Like I, I feel, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but you've like continually developed your game where you make it a point now to make, you know, 250 metres, 280 metres yeah. or whatever. Whereas when you first came into the grade, and again, it could be wrong, but I, I don't know, were you doing as many carries as you do now kind of thing or? Yeah, no, nah, so, so yeah, coming into first grade, it was obviously like you said, like I wasn't like. Confident to, to yeah, really. I wasn't really too confident to. Yeah. Um, to go looking for the ball, but as of no last year, mm. I was you know setting goals to um, try and hit you know 150 plus meters. Yep. Um, like every game, because obviously I wasn't you know because I was hungry for the ball. I wanted to run that ball. And, yeah, for sure. Um, I always put my hand up if you know if someone needs me to run the ball. I always put my hand up. And yep. Um, yeah, that's probably something that added to my game. Mm. Just to always um, you know, if I'm not scoring tries, then you know. Get the stats up. If the stats are not up, then yep. score tries. But and so that 2020 season, like he's just going this crazy row. Actually, sorry, we'll, we'll go. We'll speak first about um, 2019. You get selected to play for Samoa. Yep. What was that like for? You? Was that no, a buzz? Was, yeah, no, I was buzzing as um, you know playing in the nines and yep. obviously the game against Fiji. Uh, mm. Just uh, learning a bit more about my culture. Mm. Um, you know, it's just something that really. That's really special, you know. Not only representing um, myself, mm. but also my family's culture as well. So it was absolutely, yeah, it was definitely um, something really special to uh, share amongst my family. Yeah, mean it's um, yeah, it's 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 uh, that's like one of the big draws of you know guys like yourself that can go back and play for their country yeah. or their heritage is that is learning about some stuff that you may not know because like when you live in Australia, it's you know, you're, you're, you're caught up in the hustle and bustle of everyday life. You don't really get time to take a step back and go like, I want to hear, I want to know about my family's history yeah. or what it meant to them to do that. And it actually kind of like brings into perspective a lot of sacrifices that your family yeah. has made to be where you are. Um, was there anyone, at, you know, in a Samoa camp that, you know, you really enjoy being around or learned a lot from? Um, everyone, actually, mm. um, you know, everyone was um, so good. It, it kind of had that culture where it feels like um, they have known everyone for, like a like a very long time in mm. a short time frame and yep. um probably uh big Joey Leilua. Big yeah. Joey Leilua, the yeah. big boy. Yeah, so he was um yeah, he was so at the start it kinda of felt like it was um obviously because I was like one of the new boys and yeah. the young boys, it was like kind of like hard to try and break the ice and mm. um I think there was like a loof um little function or not not like a little function but uh where we have like a little devotion where we share like a bit of prayer and faith yep. and i think that's when i actually started being myself and mm. after that moment that's when uh, all the boys you know obviously yep. cracked and started being themselves but yeah joey was um someone that was looking after me so mm. kept me kept me under his wing and also big georgie tafua big georgie tafua yeah um gun absolute gun yeah <laughs> uh, now so 2020, that's when I really feel like your you and especially Romy's character come out. Yep. Was that also a year where did you 
did you speak about it or was it more just you felt comfortable to bring the speaker out, be loud, enjoy yourself kind of thing? Yeah, so obviously 2019, it was like like he he, he was coming in, in and out yeah. you know, throughout the season, but 2020, that's when obviously he yeah. kind of sealed that little spot. And um, yeah, I think that was a time where we just wanted to um, just, yeah, bring out our... Uh, you know our characters and just to be ourselves and mm. um you know just to kind of be that little image for you know all the young kids in our era to like look up yep. to and um you know it's you know it's so cool that you know all the boys all, all the all those young kids out there you know they look up to us and yep. uh, we just want to you know obviously be ourselves and mm. just to you know make things fun you know yep. to show everyone that you know our job's not only you know hard working and um stuff like that but also fun as well yep. yeah I mean, and the energy that you guys bring to a team, like sometimes when you're feeling a bit down or tired and then you boys rock up with your speakers and you're loud, it just like lifts the boys up, gives yeah. you gives you the trainings, you know, more energetic. It's it's exciting. It's fun. So you need you need players yeah, like you yourself and Romy yeah. that. So 2020, though, um, that would have been, was that your first, you know, I guess dealings with, a, you know, eight-week injury, grade three syndesmosis? Was that the first time you kind of had a longish term injury? Uh, no, nah, so in 20... Um, in twenties, I think my first, first year, yeah, my first year of twenties. So I played with a syndesmosis on oh my right man. ankle. Damn. Yeah. Um, Oof. right ankle. Um, yeah, there was like, yeah, I full played the whole game with the right syndesmosis, and oh, yeah. yeah, it was just something that kind of, yeah, it, it, that was annoying. But yeah, um, the left ankle that was mm. the one against the Tigers. That's when yep. I kind of. Had that little syndesmosis injury, so yeah. And that would that was at the st- <coughs> uh, that was uh, what round eight. Yeah. So you got back in time to play, obviously towards the finals and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is kind of the year where you really find your feet. You know, you're running for two hundred plus meters. You're yeah. impacting the game. Was it anything specifically? Because like as I said, like when you come into the grade, don't get <coughs> me wrong, you played really well. But I mean, the amount of tackle breaks and that is that something you've always done, or is it something that you've slowly brought into your game? Um. Probably that's something that I've done, like, yeah, like leading up to um, yeah, first grade and stuff, mm. just to, yeah, I don't know, because I, I used to just stand in one spot and just throw off people. Yeah, yeah. But then now I've got that little ability to keep running and do it at the same time, just yep. bouncing off people and, um, no, oh yeah, the tackle breaks just yeah came naturally. They just come. Yeah. And is it like, like for someone listening, what do you kind of? try to do when you're running the ball to do that do you you know keep your center of gravity low like what, what are you thinking as you're running a ball if you, you know, let's say you're about to take a skew what are you thinking to break all those tackles oh it's funny because i I'm, i don't think i've ever ever taken a scoop before i've always just like taken it off oh. <laughs> right off the yeah, right oh, okay. yeah um no yeah so i always try and um i don't know i think i always try and run it's it's weird. I always run at the biggest bloke, and really, is that what yeah. you tell yourself? Run at the biggest bloke. No, just run at anyone. Just yep. Whoever's in front, just run. Either run through them or um, run in between. Yep. But um, yeah, I just run that ball. I just run it pumping straight, or yep. um, I always try and skip out, and then just a late feet mm. back on the inside, or yep. late feet on the right, left, and then back on the inside. So yeah, okay. Yeah. So you just go, part of your mindset is like, just find someone, whether it's biggest or smallest, and run as hard as you can at them and then work from there kind of thing. Yeah, pretty yep. much. Um, and so 2021, actually, so the grand final, you guys go down to Melbourne, 26-20. What, what do you remember from that, that grand final, the build-up in the game? Yeah, probably just the, the game. Mm. Uh, was, there was a lot of frustration, uh, especially after the first half. You know, yep. it was, um, yeah, it was just... Yeah, we're kind of like beating ourselves a little bit, uh, mm. especially at half time. Um, just you know, putting our heads down uh, in the half time. But you know, we just wanted to uh, obviously lift ourselves in the second half, and we ended up doing it. And yeah, I just remember probably the one thing was you know when the siren went and just yeah, it just kind of broke down. Eh? Yeah, it just felt like felt like someone died. Eh? It was just yeah, yeah. It, was just, it was just really hard to take in. Yep. And um, I think from then, that's when it, that's when I started. Like that's when I started having thoughts. You know, I think I want to be here next year. Yeah, really. I come okay. Back and do it next year. 
Um, and so this year rolls around and, you know, you go to another level again, you play the best year of your <coughs> career, but you get selected for Origin. How did that come about? Do you remember the phone call, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, so um, it was on a Sunday. Um, I, was, I just remember uh, everyone, you know, saying like, oh, you're going to get the call, you're going to get the call. But mm. obviously I don't want to get my hopes up and I don't want to pull the phone out and put it on a speaker or anything <laughs> like that. You wouldn't want to do that, bro. <laughs> nah, never again. So, um, <laughs> nah, yeah, so uh, I was in church and, you know, my missus kept, you know, saying, you know, stay by the phone. And mm. I was just like, yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Mm. And um, there was a moment during uh, church where uh, – I just went to check my phone to see the time. Yep. I was like, oh, okay. Put it down. I hear my phone, like my phone go off. Yeah. I quickly grabbed it, went outside. And I entered it, it was Freddie. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, yeah, my heart was like full pumping. I was like, yeah, hey, what's up, Freddie? And then he was just like saying like, congrats, man, you made it. And, you know, you got the call and yeah, you made the, the squad. So I was like, well, I was flipping out, eh? Oh, um, man. It was funny as because um, uh, when I came outside, I was on the phone. I was out for like well, a couple of minutes, like five. Yeah. My mom comes out and she's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, you got in trouble for you. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got in trouble for my mom. My mom's like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" I was like, "I made the team." Right. And then just the face. She yeah. was like, "What are you doing?" And then when I told her, she's like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Completely yeah, changed from angry to happy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how good! But yeah, now, yeah. What would have you really done sick. if Phil like, had have said Wagwan when he when he picked the phone up? I would have been like, oh, good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> good day, mate. Oh, that would be to Okay, so yeah, you make the side, and I mean, what a what a great moment too. You about to go back into church and celebrate that, you know, with the church. Did you did you tell the rest of the church or not? Uh, really, you so, kept it private, or so uh, we had a meeting later on that day, so I had to mm. go quickly go home and you yep. know pack my stuff and. Mm. Um, I went to the front to the old man's always at the front and when I went to my old man tapped him on the shoulder I go dad I gotta go and he's like what? what? <laughs> you know he's always doing that like hey what? what are you doing? <laughs> I was like oh I made the made the South Wales team he's like oh god, god. <laughs> yeah, Phil gave me a, a quick kiss and then he's like yeah. okay go 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 <laughs> I was like okay both so, your parents like mood just like yeah, changed like changed that <laughs> <laughs> okay so you, you know you make the side leading into the match you know what's it like origin like you're leading yeah. into origin were you sitting there going fuck were you nervous or not nervous were you excited what yeah was the, like? it was funny as because there was there was a moment in the change room where i was just like fully getting myself in the zone and then i was just like i full smiled i was just like oh freak i'm here yeah you know it's something that um me and my missus set a goal on at the start of 20 or this year yep you know to win the grand final and make origin Shit. yeah so that was something that i was building up to and um yeah, I actually didn't think that it would come this cl- like quickly. Yeah, this quick in my career, and yeah, to be playing for the Blues, you know, something that you know, everyone watches. It's, yep. It was pretty sick, eh? It was like, the the atmosphere once we ran. I couldn't hear anyone, eh? All yeah. the boys were yelling at me like, "Yeah, I can't hear." Yeah. Um, and so, what do you remember from the game? You know, you obviously you score two tries or one yeah. try, two tries. Yeah. Now, Romy actually he brings up. Uh, that one of his favourite moments is you scoring that try. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because you're also an NFL fan. Like he wore an NFL jersey. What, what's <laughs> to go with that? No, nah, no, nah, yeah. So me and Rome's always have this thing where, um, <laughs> where, uh, like obviously, you know, if he wears an NFL jersey, like I don't even watch NFL. So <laughs> I just wear it just to piss off Rome. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he always like says that like, I'm always copying him and stuff like that, and I always tell him. Like, so you went? Him. Did you go out and get that? Where'd you I get it I went from? out and bought this myself. Because you saw he wore it. Yeah, on the he, episode before. And he has this. Yeah, on the episode, and also he's got this jersey as well. So I was just like, yeah, I'll get that one. Thank you. So yeah, ended up getting it just to piss him off. For people listening. You walked in and I said, oh, how's your boys Mahomes going? And you were like, I'd have got no idea. Yeah. I just bought it because <laughs> Romy bought it. <laughs> um, okay, so the Origin game, what do you remember from the game? Was it the pace of it? Because you guys, you know, you're a part of a record win. But what, what was something that you remember from it? Um, yeah, probably just the atmosphere and also um, just the the, intense, the intensity as well. Yep. You know, every um, carry I took, it was just fast as like mm. the game was so fast i was already puffed out in the first 10 minutes and yep. um just watching some of the uh, 
the the other players as well like just on the field watching mm. him like do their thing like yep. Joel, turbo yeah turbo just watching him like crazy yeah just watching all those boys you know play it was pretty crazy mm. as and well. you were outside troll yeah bruh he's a beast eh? he's a beast he's eh? ultra beast just another level bro he's yeah. crazy crazy and yeah. he's like what he's like 20 24 yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's young I feel as... Like he's like 40-something, but <laughs> a year older than me. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, when you go over and you score that first try, was it Romy that threw you the ball? Or was uh, it Tarek? Tarek. No, my first try was Latrell, off Latrell. Yeah. Okay, and the second try was off Tarek? Yeah. Off Cut Tarek. a ball. Yep. Okay, so the first try when you go over, what's that? you just scored an origin. Like, you just scored an origin. Yeah, so first thing... So once I scored, I got up straight away and the first person I wanted to see was, you know, Rome's and mm. he was the first one there. I was yeah. just, yeah, it was just screaming. You get, you got, have you got that picture? Have you seen the picture? I think like you're, you're looking at each other screaming. Yeah, it was just screaming at each yeah. other like, let's go. And quick, yeah, it was crazy. Eh? It was such a mad Sick. feeling, but yeah. So good, bro. I thought I put my foot out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I put my foot out. <laughs> well, you sold it, bro. You sold it. Um, and then obviously the second try go over. Are you just thinking this is a dream? Like this is a dream. Yeah, it was crazy. Eh? I was yeah. just like, uh, like scoring one try. You know, that's <laughs> mad. But then yep. end up scoring my second, which is yeah, pretty hectic. So, yeah, yeah, pretty hectic. Um, and then his record win. And I think there's a picture as well of you and Romy just like taking a moment. I'm not sure whether you're you know having a prayer together or something like that yeah. after the game. What what are you feeling in that moment? Can you remember that moment? Yeah, it was just a lot of emotions of because we obviously we're not only you know, close uh, mates. Uh, he's my brother, live in the same area, representing our families mm. on a platform that we've both dreamt of. You know, playing on uh, Origin debut, yep. getting the win. Um, everyone's watching, mm. you know, doing everyone proud, and um, yeah, it was just such a such a mad moment to. Um, you know, to do a prayer because me and Rome's actually um, started praying together when we were playing in 2019. Okay, so yeah. that's when we kind of like started pl- like praying mm. every game after the f- in the middle of the field. Okay, w- whether we win or lose, but yep. um, no, it was, it was such a proud moment. Eh? I was mm. I was so proud of him. You know, right. you know, just see where he's at today. Yep, you know, representing his family, his little boy as well, and yeah, yeah such a mad moment. Both, both, I mean, both years absolutely like. Crazy, very crazy moment. Um, okay, so you win that first one, and then you um, solidify the series. The second game, did you you miss game three? Did you did you miss game three? No, so Rome's Rome's missed game three, yeah. but you got to you know be a part of the team that lifts the trophy. Yeah, what, what's that like? You won your first Origin series. Yeah, I feel feel mad, eh? Like like to be able to you know hold the shield. Mm make my debut as well you know with the the boys that i've met yeah. in like weeks and it feels like i've known it for a long time it was mm. yeah definitely a moment to remember especially mm. you know my career early in my career as well yep so um yeah no it was it was pretty cool to you know lift up the trophy to um represent not only my family but also the boys that didn't play as well so yeah and um you know what what do you think you learned in the camp with you know, you got James Tedesco, you yeah. know, you like Finucane when he come in, you got Jake Trevojevic. What do, you, what do you think you learnt the most from the camp? Um, probably like the things off the field. Yeah. You know, just the resilience and doing all those little extras and little things yep. to perfect, you know, my game and stuff like that. So, mm. um, you know, Foxy, Foxy was yeah, probably his NO. I loved his NO. He's the training no, You he's two together, the NO coming from <laughs> fuck, my head would explode. This is too much. Uh, he's he's way he's got way too much energy. He's, yep. he's all day that night. <laughs> but um, nah, yeah, just the vibes from everyone was was so good. Um, just to, um, you know, obviously be chilled you yep. know, throughout the camp, but also when it's time to switch on, you know, everyone's on board and yeah, um, yeah, mostly off the field, eh? all the little things, yeah, you know, resilience and stuff like that. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Okay, so later in the year, you're, you're named Dalian Winger of the Year. Do you, yeah, again, and you're also a massive pest at that, a massive <laughs> pest. Every shot that Nathan Cleary was in, your Appy was doing some fucking, which I love. I love that shit. <laughs> was that your sole purpose being there is just try and pester Nathan Cleary as much as possible? No, I like, so we, so we were in the room. So everyone was in a massive ass hall yeah. where they were presenting the, the yeah. trophies and stuff. And we were in a separate room because we were still in the bubble and 
um, Rabbitohs were in their own like little cottage. Yeah. Um, and we could, they had two uh, big screens where we could see in the camera. So if I put my head back, like I could full see it. But it was like kind of delayed. So when I yeah. put my head back, everyone would like, like laugh at the time. So yeah, yeah it was just funny. Like <laughs> so I could good, see myself in the, <laughs> the TV. So just, <laughs> this is me, yeah, just being annoying here. Yeah, just oh, I loved it, bro. Fuck. Because honestly, every time your head would be there, I would be like, Appy would have his fucking sunnies on in the background. You'd have your sunnies on, <laughs> men in black style. Um, what's it like, though, winning Dally and Winger of the year? Yeah. Oh, it was, it was, it was, it's like, um, no, nah, it was such a mad achievement, eh? Mm. Like, the, like just like Origin, like, I didn't think that I was going to get the Dally and Winger. Because I would have thought um, Garrick would have got it. Because mm. like, he was, he was a, Oh, he ended up getting it. Well, eh? you both, you both, both got, got it. Got it eh? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I would have thought that he just got it by yep. himself. Um, no, nah, yeah, it was such a mad achievement, eh? Mm. And I feel feel so proud of myself at the yep. same time. But obviously, still got more work to do and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, are you re-signed with the Panthers for how long? I think twenty three is my last year. Okay, so you so you can negotiate with clubs at November first next year. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> I, I mean. You know, I'd assume that Panthers is a place you want to be at, you know, one club player, obviously being from the area, but footy is footy. Yeah. Um, when did you re-sign recently or? Uh, I, re-sign. I think it was last year I re-signed. Last year, yeah, okay. Yeah, last year I re-signed. Sweet. Um, what's it like playing with a guy like Nathan Cleary, like you know, one of the best sevens we've seen in a very long time? And you, you obviously, you know, as a winger, you've got to have a good connection with your half, whether it's Romy or Cleary, because yeah. like, there's so many times where they may look up and, you know, they've got a kick or it just connects really well. Is there yeah. what's it like playing with a guy like Cleary? No, nah, Clez is probably one of those those guys that's fully connected with everyone. Mm. Like he makes sure that he's close with everyone in the team. He yep. knows them very well and um, you know, he ex- executes his job to the best of his ability. Yep. And like he's he's always that that guy that's always in the computer room doing the studies of the opposition. Yeah. Uh, always the last guy off the field as well, mm. but um, no, he leads from the front, and it's it's so weird because I f- I feel like that guy's like forty. He's got the mindset of a forty-year-old. Yeah, Th- is like one year older than me. Yeah, I think he's twenty-three, twenty-four. So yeah. crazy, bro. Uh, yeah, I think he's the real shampoo so <laughs> He's the real what? He's the real Champ Uso. <laughs> oh, Champ Uso. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that's a goat, bro. Uh, <laughs> that was so good. Nah, so, so people man, that man. listen to the podcast, um, I, I made up a, a picture where it was your hair flashing in the New South Wales kit, I think. And um, yeah, we, we created a new shampoo called Champ Uso. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on Instagram. You have to go a million back. Go get it, guys. Yeah. You put yeah, put it up in the YouTube. <laughs> Bruh, fuck, that's hilarious. Uh, shampoo. So. <laughs> um, okay, so what's it like for you personally? You've won a premiership. You've played for your state. Uh, what's the plan in the sense of? Obviously, you want to win a premiership next year. But what's yeah. the what's the goal for you personally over the next few years? Uh, just to. For me personally, probably just to stay consistent with obviously my game, but mm. also as you know, years go on, like kind of perfect it and try and take it to a whole new level. Yep. And to um, obviously you know, keep my spot and mm. just to keep inspiring people, you know, just want to inspire those little kids who um, have a dream of, you know, being an NRL player. Because there's so many kids that want to be just like me and, mm. um, you know, just having that role as well, it's just makes me feel so good and just makes yep. me um you know want to be better for not only myself uh, off the field but also on the field as well so yeah. Yeah, absolutely absolutely um now i was speaking to jerome the other day yeah. and he was saying that you boys 70 percent of the playlist is k-pop can you confirm that is the truth or would you say 80 percent oh f- probably 75 percent. 75 percent. it's funny as because because like not many of the boys like listen to k-pop yep. but if it's me and him it's mm. just always us jamming the, the, the k-pop. k-pop songs so um yeah there's not many bands that we know it's just whatever song comes up and yep. it's good save 100 so, um, yeah it's just funny whenever we play a k-pop it's just always me and him vibing to it but yep. all the boys are like ah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah what i was gonna ask you oh are you an anime man anime yeah i yeah. love my um dragon ball z okay probably, yeah Rose is a He's Naruto. Is he Naruto? Or yeah, more? No, he's a bit of everything. He's, he's a bit really everything. into it. Yeah. Who's more into it? Your Rome. 
probably Ronin's say I love yeah. my Dragon Ball Z, but that's yeah. probably my favorite. So Dragon Ball Z is better than Naruto? Yeah, way better, I reckon. Whoa, big yeah. goal. Anime fans are going to come for you, bro. No, no, Jace, Jace, Jace. Even, even. <laughs> um, are you going to watch the new League of Legends Arcane anime on Netflix? I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, it's a new anime that's getting heaps of raps and praises. League of Legends is a video game. Romy plays it. Yeah, I see. Oh, do, you play, do you play any video games? Not really. Video games? Yeah, like PS4 and yeah, PS5 yeah, and Yeah, that. so I'm, I'm thinking of like streaming, obviously. So yep. um, yeah, I play like Apex. This is a new game called yeah, like Apex, Apex Legends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apex Legends, so um, actually, you've got, you've got a Twitch channel, haven't you? Yeah, but What's I haven't your started. So you don't want to get started? I haven't started yet, so. What's your Twitch channel name? Uh, I think it's Bizbunta. Biz Bunta? Biz, biz underscore Bunta. So. Okay, Biz Bunta. Make sure to subscribe to Biz Bunta on Twitch. Um, Favourite movie of all time? Ooh. Like, are we talking like when, like now or when I was a kid or? All time. I, got, like, I love movies. You're on You're on an island. You can only watch one movie for the rest of your life. What is it going to be? We're home Alone. <laughs> home Alone. That is a classic. An absolute classic. An absolute classic. Yeah. But the kids are psycho. When you actually think about it, like that kid's psychotic, bro. Yeah, he's got some weird. He's got some weird. Like <laughs> to think of the shit that he thinks of to fuck those people up. Think about it. He's yeah, a psycho. Two guys, eh? Yeah, they're just poor robbers, <laughs> just trying to get. They've probably got no money, and he's rich, killing them. He's actually the bad guy, if you ask me. But you could give him something. Um, who who's the biggest pest in the site? In the, in probably the... Crit A. He's, oh, really? Bro, he's annoying. Wow, that's like, surprising. You know the flyer that's always on the poo, <laughs> just like yeah, just, <laughs> on the poo. Yeah, just just nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop, you reckon? Yeah. Fuck, I, I didn't. Stink on poo, just <laughs> yeah, he's just on everyone, but it's just annoying. <laughs> that's it. He's so <laughs> annoying, I swear. <laughs> mate, that's that's low key. I didn't expect that. Oh, bro, that's he, low key. I'm telling you, he's a pest. Oh, I would have thought like, it's like funny, but oh, man, it's so annoying. Fuck, that's wild, bro. <laughs> I would have thought like Romy, Happy Coruscant. Yeah, they're pest, but bro, no one can reach Critter's pest. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's a whole new level of That's mad. Pest, yeah. Low key, low key young pest. Yeah. Um, bro, thank you. Um, thank you. Oh, you actually, did you just re sign uh, a deal with Puma? Uh, yeah. 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 Congratulations. So. What, so, what does that entail, the Puma deal, in the sense of like, uh, are you a representative for Puma? Do you have to do like photo shoots and that? What's it all? Uh, I think I'll be going down Melbourne to yep. do some shoots with them. So, that's sick. Yeah. They're gonna make a boot for you or what? Surely. Yeah, hopefully. I think I might. I'm what? Do, what would you name your boot if you could name a boot? Business. What? Shampoo. Shampoo. Business. Shampoo. Oh fuck! That's okay. Have you got any hairstyles lined up for us this year? Because you've had some crap. Yeah, I know. Um, so it was funny. So it was either to grow my hair out or cut my ready. So that was. The reason why I cut my ready. So you did cut your ready? Yeah. So I oh, fuck. So it was either like grow my hair out, cut my ready, or cut my, cut my, oh wait, or grow my ready out and cut my hair. So I ended up cutting my ready. And so you've still got, you, you're growing your hair long though. Yeah. How long do we think we're talking here? We're talking like samurai shit? Like I, I was, so I was telling my missus I want to go skin bold at the top, leave the back, wait till it's like long enough so I can wrap it around my neck. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I'm down for that shit. You should do that for sure. Holy fuck! Yeah, so that was my first <laughs> idea, and then I was gonna get, I was gonna go overboard and get a tattoo on my head, but that's overboard. Nah, don't be stupid. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I'll grow my hair. So, so are you genuinely thinking about shaving your head and leaving just full fucking mullet at the back, or yeah, probably that would be wild, bro. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> fucking wild, and I would love it. I would love it, bro, mate. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show, bro. I really appreciate it, and uh, yeah, good luck for two thousand twenty-two. Thanks so much, my brother. Boom.